the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. Tim Alvarez with Aviation with an Aviation special, taking a look at virtual control appliances. Virtual control is an aspect of the industry that has evolved over the last four or five years. And with me to talk about virtual control is my buddy, Mr. Derek Jonkis from Extron Electronics. Welcome, sir. Hey, Tim. How's it going today? It's going fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Th this is something, virtual control and virtual control appliances is something that has evolved, let's say, over the last five or six years within the, the AV industry. Extron certainly has their, their appliance. Let's start with a very easy one. If I'm relatively new to this concept or relatively new to this product category, what exactly is a virtual control appliance? Well, if you're familiar with the control system products that have been prevalent in our industry, a virtual control appliance is an extension of those types of products. But what an appliance allows you to do is to put more control processors and more control processing in one scalable place that um, end users, integrators, consultants can use, design, and implement around that allows you to have a very scalable control system solution. So it changes the way that typical control system architectures have been established in our industry for the last 20 or 25 years and creates a centralized repository for all things control systems and automation to reside in one location. So you said a couple of things there that I want to I want to hone in on. First, you said you have more control processors, but you also said in a central location. So imagine, if you will, that I'm not that bright because I'm not. What exactly does I think mean, physically? What does that mean if if I'm an integrator? If are you giving me like one ginormous like you know ten rack unit system? What exactly does this mean when it comes to having more processors in one location? So typically, control processors might need to reside in the space that they're actually controlling within that physical space. And what we've done with our virtual control appliance is created a um, a single rack unit high by half rack unit in width appliance that's been optimized so that that control processing can be located perhaps in like a data center or somewhere else that's very network accessible. That way that not all of the resources you need to manage or or automate a room need to be in that physical space. So what we've done is added an element of scalability so that our users of our control systems, products and technologies can go and deploy these systems when they want and as they want it. Normally when you build out a room or a space, you have a roster of equipment that you need to purchase in order to be able to satisfy the needs of that space. And that's usually done on a system by system basis but we've introduced a new element of scalability that allows a customer to activate or even deactivate control processing as they need it. So as you finish a new system design or as you're experimenting and prototype something new and exciting that you'd like to use in your corporate office or in your campus or somewhere in your enterprise, you would be able to do so with this particular product in a way that's very different than having to buy and dedicate and allocate a product per space, like you would maybe uh, five or 10 years ago with traditional control systems technology. 
So, so a couple of things here. Uh, the vast majority of, of systems or vast majority of products that we are controlling today in the AV world, they do have IP control, right? So, so they live on the network. We can send the commands over the network. Not a whole lot uh, to, to deal with it with there. There are still elements, though, that require, let's say, um, RS-232, right, a, a legacy control system, or even Relay, right, where you're, you're, you're dealing with a, a screen control. How do you get from that virtualized system into, let's say, the, the analog world then? You're correct. Um, one of the things that we've envisioned with this product is that a large number of the systems uh, that are being deployed now may be able to take advantage of pure Ethernet-based connectivity and communication. So whether you need to control a special camera via HTTPS or whether you maybe need to control a DSP or a Teams meeting room experience via TCP, um, you can do so without much issue. Now, the translation to maybe using more traditional ports like RS-232 or relays or certain types of IOs to trigger screens or other functions in systems and spaces, the beauty of what we created, it's compatible with all of our other control system products. And in fact, we've created some products that we call IPLEXP or expansion processing devices that allow us to be able to extend and place those types of ports and connectivity nearest the products that they will be controlling. They're connectable via Ethernet, and those things are also scalable as well because you can add many, many of them to any individual control processor that is located within the virtual control appliance. And lastly, Extron has other products that have control ports on them that can benefit from this same technology. For example, like our AV over IP products, our NAV series of IP encoders and, and decoders allow us to be able to extend that control to other places on the network. And that is very suitable as well because we believe those systems are traditionally very scalable with respect to the way that they're deployed via Ethernet and run and managed via Ethernet. So there's some symbiosis there that we're hoping to take advantage of. Very cool. Why did Exton feel like right now was the right time to to kind of announce this or, or roll out this this next generation or this next iteration of, of control processing? For us, it's just an extension of our of our control system platform and our ecosystem. So it's been a natural progression and something that we've had and underdeveloped for quite some time. It really answers the need and request that we've received to provide a solution that adds a little bit more scalability so that a customer can purchase and utilize just the amount of control they need when they need it, as opposed to having to inventory everything um, at a time and place when the projects happen. So if you need to do some experimentation or you need to actually go and deploy uh, many systems at a time, there's that scalability element that I think comes into play. The last reason that I believe that uh, this is good timing to talk about a product like this is really just a transition of systems in general to having less physical, like analog control ports, and more systems that are directly connected and communicated to via Ethernet. You've mentioned a couple of different reasons, a couple of different benefits that both the, the end users, the, the tech managers, and the IT managers will gain from something like this. Talk about how this helps dealers when it comes to um, leveraging and, and rolling out a, a virtualized control system. One area this helps dealers is to think about uh, and maybe adjust the way that they're able to either sell and deploy systems. 
Um, the virtual control appliance contains the possibility to add up to 50 control processors. We call them virtual control processors inside of the product. And that element of scalability would allow dealers to service their customers who are maybe interested in having a series of very similar systems. These could be rapidly deployed and scaled across an entire building or a floor or maybe even a portion of the campus, depending on how that Ethernet can, uh, infrastructure is designed by the dealer. So I think from a dealer perspective, the scalability side is pretty interesting because it introduces a bit of efficiency. Also, as you have this product available to you and you're an end user, it certainly gives you the opportunity to not need to go purchase additional infrastructure. All you're really doing is maybe adding some additional licensing that you would purchase from your Extron dealer and implementing that license on your product to add more control processing capacity. In other words, to add more rooms to the uh, virtual control appliance. That, that's one of the things that I wanted to get into is, is, is if you're an engineer or you know, you're, you're a programmer, a lot of times those, those folks kind of wear two hats, uh, engineering and, and programming as well. What is different about designing a system where you start with a virtual uh, control appliance in mind? You start with that as kind of a centralized piece of your of your design. What's different about the design? And then what's different about the deployment of those types of systems? Well, from a design perspective, uh, starting out thinking about Ethernet first or breaking away from the notion that every device needs to be installed within the physical space that it is serving is probably the first adjustment that designers would need to make. I mean, there are traditional control systems have the, most likely have all the products in a single space. So if you have a classroom, everything is within that classroom, within a podium or some other type of, you know, uh, architecturally uh, significant or insignificant storage area where those are located. Could be a rack, could be in the wall, could be in the ceiling. Um, so the first thing that needs to happen is, um, can the customer be served via having products that are connected via Ethernet? Does the, does the Ethernet infrastructure exist? And I think that's a big design consideration to talk through with, uh, with your end users and make sure that, does this a really, uh, this a really good fit? Because the scalability act, uh, side of the product does offer quite a few advantages over having a dedicated control processor to each space. However, we're still making dedicated control processors. So from our perspective, um, there isn't, it really isn't up to us. We're not forcing this solution on anyone, but we kind of feel there's still the need for like traditional control processors dedicated to certain spaces. And then there might be a need for a centralized virtual control appliance with multiple control processors hosted on it that um, could serve the needs of many rooms, or maybe there may be many similar rooms. Um, so that really covers the design side. As far as the implementation programming configuration side of it, how it gets deployed, well, the beauty of the product is that it works just the same way all of our control processors and systems have worked for at least the last eight years. And so that means all the tools that our, our trained people use out there to support their customers, um, they all still apply. There's nothing new to learn. This is just a new way to deploy your projects. All right. Derek, I want you to kind of get out your, 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 your soothsayer or your, your kind of futurist hat here. 
Where do you see this 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 line going? Where do you see this new category heading as far as the, the virtual control appliance? I think this category in general has been underserved in, in our industry for the last few years. And I think there's an opportunity for um, for customers to be able to enjoy some of the same scalable benefits that they might get from other IT-based technologies that they're already using or that the people in their departments, their colleagues are already looking to deploy. So where I see this is going is, and I think where Extron sees this is going, I'm speaking for the company now, um, I believe that um, it's probably a really good fit going into the future as we think about other technologies that might be easily transportable over the network, where services can be consolidated and where you can in one place maybe manage many systems at one time. Now we do those kind of things at Extron using a combination of tools, most notably like Global Viewer Enterprise, for example. But this product really takes a look at consolidating some of those, some of those control experiences down to a single product. And we have customers that have already been deploying this product and the ways that they've been doing it have been pretty astounding. So like, for example, the benefits that they are seeing already is that they can add more than one control appliance. So um, they may have a couple per floor. They may actually have one that serves a whole bunch of rooms out of one product, but they get to decide as opposed to having to buy a control processor and then maybe not using all of the ports that they purchased with that product in their specific application. So where I see this is going is really one of refinement and being able to purchase just what you need at the time you need it. And I think that serves the times well right now. And I think it also serves customers' needs very well. Well, not only thing on that, but you, you're talking about you're taking 50 processors down to, to one, uh, one single rack unit high. That not only eliminates or, or reduces the amount of energy consumption, but also reduces the overall HVAC load on right. the building or a room too. So yeah, that's also quite remarkable. Yeah, and, yeah, and I was just going to say where we expect is that um, customers are going to do all that control processing up to 50 control processors, single rack unit, half rack unit wide, and they're gonna do it all um, with less than 24 watts of power consumption. And that doesn't make a lot of heat. Um, if anything, I bet customers are gonna ask us to make it as long as the servers that are in the cabinet, but we're not gonna to need to do that. Um, so that might be the one thing you need to tolerate. You're gonna have a product that's actually pretty short, pretty well and pretty refined but doesn't take a lot of uh, air conditioning or BTU load or power consumption. It's very, very efficient, doesn't put off a lot of inefficient power consumption off the heat. And once again, it's scalable. So I think it ticks a lot of boxes and allows us to be able to serve the customers in a way that uh, supports you know, programming and configuration and still uses Linux and it still runs on Python, just like all of our other control system products. Derek Jonkins from Extron. How do people find out more about Extron or your virtual control appliance? They can actually head over to extron.com. And if you use the search bar, if you use Google, you can just look up the virtual control appliance or look up the product name specifically, the VCA 100. And they'll be directed right to a landing page where you can learn more. And then there's a product page as well that you can take from there. So I appreciate everyone's interest and I appreciate you having me here today, Tim. Absolutely. Absolutely. The VCA 100. Again, Derek Jonka is from Extron. Thank you so much. Uh, for us, for Avianation, go by our website, avianation.tv. That's avianation.tv. Find more specials like this and a host of other programs. All that and more at avianation.tv.
www.tv. It's aviation.tv.